Welcome, abundant babe. I have been waiting for you, and I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her intuitive divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of woo and always a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in this sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, vision alignment coach, and holistic nutritionist. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. I'm your host, Viola Hug, alignment coach for visionaries and holistic nutritionists. And today I have a friend of mine from over in Australia joining us, Jessica Ellen, as she's known online. And she is incredible. She knows so many amazing things. And she's really only just at the start of her journey of you know, entrepreneurship and stepping into alignment with her sole purpose and everything. So I thought it would be perfect to have her online and share her story of really what it was like going from um, employed and unhappy, as she will tell you, um, to really um, that transition of stepping into your sole purpose, which I think, you know, a lot of you listeners can probably relate to either you're thinking about stepping into more of the things you love in life, or you're also just starting, you know, possibly you're already on your journey. But regardless, I think there's so many amazing lessons we can take away from hearing other people's stories who are in similar positions. And Jessica is also, um, just to give you like her full title, is a clairvoyant soul purpose enlightenment coach, light angel, and leader, and is also so incredibly knowledgeable on the law of attraction. And I know this is something that, you know, I teach a lot of, I don't often call it the law of attraction. I I usually just use the terms manifestations and stuff, but it is all the law of attraction, right? That's the law that governs how all of this works. And, um, and it can be really confusing for people because some of you, you know, I've seen the secret or you've heard about the law of attraction. You just think you're just going to like, write down your goal and sit on the couch and wait for it to happen. Uh, But Jessica is going to take us a little bit deeper in that and actually understanding how it works and how you can actually utilize it successfully. So we're going to talk about that later on in the um, episode. But for starters, thank you so much for being here, Jessica. It's awesome to have you. No worries. Thank you so much for having me, Bioma. Of course. And so whereabouts in Australia are you? Let us know where you're at. I am currently in Brisbane, Australia at the moment. Nice. And so over in Brisbane, and how long have you been um, an entrepreneur? I have only been an entrepreneur for four months. And what a wild ride it has been. (laughs) Amazing. So it's like, I mean, four months feels like forever, but at the same time, 
feels like nothing, right? And we understand like traditionally um, in business, you're new in business for five years, right? (laughs) You're still still a newborn. I Um, know, I feel like a baby. I'm just like, oh. But you know what's so incredible is like, you know, how far you've come in your growth and everything. And I've been watching you since the start of your journey, which has been really awesome because we connected just at that time that you were transitioning. And um, it's been really great to see. And it just, it's always, I think, nice to look at people who are at the start of their journey because you can really, in its raw, true moments, like capture what it's like. Because when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I wasn't necessarily documenting everything that I was doing because firstly, I feel like social media wasn't as big back then. But then also at the same time, I just didn't see the point. (laughs) I don't want to remember all this stuff. Um, But now that I'm on the other side, it's just like, you know, well, on the other side, I still feel like I'm starting, but whatever. And, you know, it's just, you feel like there's so many real moments that are so valuable during that time and seeing you go through it is like amazing and your growth is just incredible and you're really stepping into it and owning it. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, So I would love for you to share with the listeners your story. So, I mean, start at whatever point you feel is your, um, you know, that really truly encapsulates who you are and um, what you bring to the table and how it all started. Like, you know, where were you before? What was the transition? How did you get here? All that kind of stuff. Share with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I was 16 years old, it started at 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I did not agree with the school system. Okay. Me and school did not match at all. I was very creative. I was very innovative. I was very hands-on, wanted to do a lot of artistic stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was also a ballet dancer at the time. Mm -hmm. And I actually got accepted into a professional ballet and contemporary school here in Brisbane. So I left school in year 10 to go undertake my professional dancing career. Mm -hmm. And to say that those two years were the most hardest two years of my life is an understatement because it, even though I look back on it now and I've got a heart filled with gratitude and just, you know, I feel, I feel very happy that I went through these things because I wouldn't be who I am without them. But I don't know how much you or the listeners know about the ballet industry, but it is brutal. It is, it's like you're, in the army and you're being dictated what you need to eat and what you need to look like and everything like that. And for a 16 year old girl to be told every single day, you are not good enough. You are not worthy and you are not ever going to get anywhere was the biggest downfall in my mind that I think I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So for years of my life, I, was told I'm not good enough I'm not worthy and obviously that coming into now you know had its you know downfalls and things Mm -hmm. like that of course so it seemed like the universe was like no this just isn't for you so I actually ended up having surgery at 16 on my hip because I tore all the tendons that hold it together and everything like that. I was 16 years old and I had to have a pretty serious surgery on my hip. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And just like that, my ballet career was ripped away from me. Like the Mm. doctors were like, no more dancing, no more this, just go to the gym, go for a walk, do some yoga, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I was freaking heartbroken, to mm-hmm. say the least. Um, even though those two years were really, really hard on me and um, I was facing a lot of anxiety, I was facing a lot of depression, um, had a borderline eating disorder at the time, um, and things like that. It it was one of those experiences that you'll never forget. That you know that it's going to shape you for greatness in the end. Mm. So at the end of that, once I had the surgery and everything, my parents came into the room, and I remember this clear as day. They came into the room and they're like, "Well, Jess, what are you going to do with your life now?" Mm. And then the discussion about getting a, in quotation marks, real world job (laughs) came up. Yeah. And I went, I don't want to. I don't want to sit at a desk for the rest of my life. I don't want to do those things. It Mm -hmm. doesn't, just did not sit well with me at all. Mm -hmm. My, My mother is quite an artistic person, but my father's very logical and very diplomatic and very Mm -hmm. like, he's a typical dad, you know, and he's like, you've got to, you know, you've just lost your ballet career. You've just lost everything. You have to go set yourself up in the workforce. Mm -hmm. So from the age of 18, I had to take a year and a half off to rehab with my hip and everything. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't really work or do anything like that, but I was on, you know, government incentive to be able to, you know, function and support myself and everything. At the age of 18, the job search started for my Mm -hmm. real world adult job. And my dad was, you know, helping me out and doing up my resume and teaching me how to interview and everything. And the whole entire time I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like this doesn't feel right to me. Something's wrong. Like something is really wrong. At the age, I think it took me up until I was 20 to actually obtain my first job in an office because I had no experience. I'd come from a failed ballet career. Like who's going to hire a failed ballerina for an admin job? Like it's just made no sense. So I got hired at a local law firm as a administration assistant. And for the first six months, I was like, okay, this, this is okay. Like I can put up with it. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not as bad as what I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. But then all hell broke loose. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, for the next two years at that firm, I was bullied and harassed every single day by my peers. And being a small local suburban law firm, they didn't really, you know, give a shit about bullying and harassment and all of those things. So going through my ballet career, that was just implementing more, you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you're not, you know, I didn't want to be seen or talked to or anything like that. I genuinely started getting social anxiety going to work 
I didn't want to have to talk to people. I didn't want to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I put up with that job for two freaking years and I don't know why. But yeah. to be honest with you, it was pressure from society being like, you've got to get a real world job. You've got to be an adult. You've got to, you know, pay your bills. You've got to make your parents happy. And let me just tell you right now, that is all freaking bullshit. And it's just, it's the biggest lie we tell ourselves. It's like, it's horrible. At the end of those two years, I ended up depressed, anxious, and suicidal. I, it took a intervention from my manager Um, sitting me down and being like, you're clearly not mentally well. And I went, well, you know, you don't, you don't say like, you know, I've been, and in my defense, I did go to them and try and talk to them about it, but they didn't want to listen. You know, they came out with the response. It's all in your head. Okay. Yeah. It's all in my head. Right. Good to know. Cool. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for that insight. Um, And they handed me a redundancy. And almost within that 15 minutes, everything evaporated from my existence. And I was just like, why was I sad? I'm not like, like it was almost like an instant, like, wow, boom, like I'm happy again. And now I realized that was my soul. That was my soul being like, yes, girl, thank you for listening, finally. So I took my redundancy payout and I went to Europe for a month. And I just I just traveled around. I was like, screw the real world. I'm going to like travel around. And, you know, it was kind of a little bit of a silent, you know, like, see, Dad, you shouldn't have told me to do this type thing because now I'm, now I'm travelling the world in Europe. I travelled Europe for a month and I came back to Australia and within 48 hours I had two voicemails and three emails from corporate headhunters hunting me for jobs, right? They had gotten wind that I was out looking for work again and they contacted me within a week it took one week I went back in a corporate office as a administration assistant in property and my soul is just sitting there face palming itself (laughs) going what are you doing what are you doing no like this is not what you're meant to be doing oh my god So for six months, I only lasted six months this time. (laughs) And (laughs) I wonder why, Jess, if you're listening to this and you're cringing, don't worry, I am too. Um, I I lasted six months and I felt the need to keep my job because my boyfriend at the time was impressed by my prestigious position in my prestigious law firm. And I was just like, this isn't me. This isn't like who I am. Mm. And I quit. I actually quit on the spot. I walked down to HR and I said, I'm done. I'm out. Like, don't worry about paying me out because I'm not going to be here to just leave me alone. Like just walked out. (laughs) 
And of course I had a conversation with my parents and they were like, what are you doing? Like, that's not a sensible choice to make. And, you know, I got lectured and I got, you know, told over and over again I was being irresponsible. But I knew there was more to it. This entire time I knew there was more to it. Yeah. I knew there was something deep down that was trying to get my attention. I just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. It was around this time that I started experiencing clear knowings and clear sensings. And I just had this feeling that like I was in the wrong place at the wrong time and by me going out of my way to put myself in this position was not the right move. Yeah. Did I listen to that? No. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like everyone listening's like can relate with that though because I mean how many times have we had intuitive nudges just to be like oh nah I'll do it this way. You know, hindsight 2020, of course, you're looking back going, what was I thinking? I know. And I'm sitting here now going, how can I not have seen this? How can I not have, like, put this together? But at the time I was just like, oh, that's just my human brain. Like, I'm just going to go find another job and put myself in this position all over again. Yeah. So after my six-month stint at this firm, I took a three-month break Mm -hmm. and I was in and out of a therapist's office. I was on very heavy antidepressants. I was on anti-anxiety medication. I was having multiple panic attacks a day. I was constantly making myself sick with how, like, anxious I felt all the time. Just by getting up in the morning, I was like... I'm existing and that's making me anxious. Yeah. Like it was, it was horrible. And I took three months off and then I went and did it to myself again. I thought, you know what? I won't go full time this time. I'll go part time. That'll make it better. Just, just, you know, just a side note, it did not make it better at all. <laughs> it made it so much worse. So I went and got a part-time job in an engineering firm. And I lasted a year. I lasted a year. And to say that the universe, my highest self, my spirit team, my soul had had a freaking gutful of me doing this to myself was a understatement. I will never forget August 2017 last year because it was like the lights came on and it was like, holy crap, there is so much more to life than this. What am I doing to myself? Yeah. And I discovered the law of attraction. I started spiritually awakening. I started having all these experiences mm-hmm. and I'm like, holy crap. There's so much more to life than sitting at a freaking desk, me working for someone I don't even like who has a mission I'm not even passionate about. Yeah. Like now thinking about that, that's like crazy to me. And over time what started to happen was I would show up to work every day and I would get this unlike the strongest dizziness and nausea and the feeling of like you're going to just pass out 
every single day. Every single day I showed up. And it would only go away when I was in my car and that place was in my review mirror. <laughs> For four months, I sat there going, I don't know what's going on with me, but something's not right. Like, no shit, Jess. Of course, something's not right. Like, listen to yourself. And by December 2017, the universe was just like, that is freaking it. I have had enough of watching you do this to yourself. By December 2017, I was handed a redundancy. Oh, again. Again, I (laughs) wonder why. I'm like frustrated at myself listening to this because it's just like, oh, my God. I was handed a redundancy and when I walked into that room, I swear I felt my contract with the corporate world energetically end forever. I felt that door close. I felt it lock. I felt it burn to the freaking ground. And I was just like, there's no going back. There's no going back now. It's, it's yeah. done over with. <laughs> so I, I was excited. Like I was like, yay. Like, you know, I'm going to do something really, really great in 2018. Mm. So come the Christmas holidays, I was scrolling on Facebook and I found this group called Abundant Babes Home for the Visionary. And I was like, who is this? I like this vibe. I like this everything. Like what it, and I was like, I'm going to join this group. So I joined the group and instantly when I saw one of your live streams pop up, I was like, I love the vibe of this woman. I need to work with her. Like I just had this like urge to like look at your website and like find out what you're about and everything like that. Mm. So I started, you know, I was looking on your website and if this isn't a freaking sign from the universe, I don't know what is. (laughs) I was like on your website and I was on my phone and my phone kept like freezing and everything. Like I would go to like the work with you tab and it would freeze and it would stop. And I put my phone down and I said, I literally said out loud, if it's meant to be, the universe will find a way. Right? Within an hour, within an hour to the absolute second, Viola made a post in her group. And she's like, I'm just getting this intuitive guidance that I'm meant to work with like these three people and here's my discounted services and here's the link and here's that. And I was like, that was me. That was me doing that. (laughs) I love that moment. That was just such a cool moment because, yeah, I mean, I've shared as well. It was just like the weirdest thing because I hadn't really even been planning on doing anything like that I was just sitting on the couch and I got this like do three sessions at half price or whatever it was and then I was just like part of me was just like that's random oh nab then I was like nah just post it whatever because I've gotten pretty good at listening to my intuition and then that whole story came out of it and by the way for those podcast listeners um who are not seeing the video version of this on YouTube (laughs) you should see my face as she's telling this story I'm just smiling so hard because (laughs) You're so nice. Thank you. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, the story yeah. 
Let's <laughs> go on. Um, and I made a comment on that post and I was like, oh my God, Viola, I have to tell you this story. And you were like, oh my God, like, you know, we were tuning into each other's vibes and everything. Mm. And I think it was like a week later we had our session. Mm. And I remember sitting there before my session and I was scared, I was anxious, I didn't know what I was in for. I I knew that the universe had led me to you for a reason and a very, very big reason. Mm. But I, I remember I was sitting there saying affirmations over and over again, like, I'm okay, I'm gonna be okay, I'm gonna be okay. I'm getting like emotional thinking about it. But mm. then like we had our session. And I swear this woman in 20 minutes turned my life around. She was just like, listen, okay, your soul is telling you. <laughs> Corporate agenda, not for you. Sole purpose business for you. Like go chase that. Mm-hmm. And the things that were coming through from my higher self were just things that I've known all along I've just been neglecting to listen to it Mm. and sometimes you just need that like guidance to be like no this is actually what you know this is actually the truth this is actually what's meant to be communicated to you without your mind being like that could be any thought you know that could be yeah exactly and I feel like the universe led me to you because I needed a kick up the bum to know that 2018 wasn't going to be a year I was going to go back and sit at a desk and work for someone else and get made redundant or quit your job or (laughs) I know exactly and I just after our session I remember sitting there I don't think I've told you this story but I was sitting there and I was like holy fucking crap like I for six years six years I was in the corporate world doing this to myself Mm. and the entire time that whole message my soul was trying to say was right in front of my face and I just broke down in tears but happy tears you Mm. know like relief like oh my god like Mm. I I get to actually go and do something that makes my heart and my soul happy oh my god Mm. within three hours I think you had an email from me and I was like, yep, I've set up my website. I've set up this. I've set up that. I've set up this. And you're like, holy crap. <laughs> this girl is keen. Like she is like on it. And ever since then, um, three, actually three days later after our session, I had a reading with Jessica Reed, mm-hmm. and she confirmed again everything that came through from my higher self. And she was like, if you go back to the court world you're going to just like you're gonna have the life sucked out of you and I was like yeah I don't want to do that again she's like please don't like your soul and your spirit team are like please no like not this again like please just just hang in there so ever since January I have been in my sole purpose business Mm -hmm. and It has been the most challenging but rewarding thing I have ever done in my life. And I would not be sitting here right now, one, without you, Viola, and two, without um, all those challenges and everything that I faced through my corporate agenda and everything like that. 
And to be able to sit here now and look back on that situation and those six years of just not doing what I was supposed to be doing with love and gratitude is a huge thing for me to sit here and say because at the start of the year I was so freaking angry at myself for doing that for so long and not listening to my inner voice and my inner Mm. guidance and my soul and Mm. everything like that. Yeah. And I totally feel you. And I think as well, like, and just like hearing that story from an outside perspective as well, and having been through a similar thing, it's kind of like, um, and for all those people listening, take, um, take note of this as well, because our challenges, whether they come up um, for us before we're doing what really fulfills us, or as we're doing what fulfills us, they're actually part of what you're meant to be going through. You know what I mean? And, and we can get intuitive nudges and it's like Jessica received them over and over and over again. Um, you know, with every time she got a corporate job, it wouldn't last long before either something went wrong or, you know, she couldn't stand being there anymore. She got made redundant or whatever it was. And it was like every single time, um, her soul was like, you know, are you ready to listen yet? And she was not ready until a specific moment in time. And, and know for you, like you will hear the message when you're meant to hear it. And um, you might take a little bit longer because you need more growth. But then also if you're at a stage where you can even create that awareness that you are being guided or that you have a bigger purpose, it's always going to be scary. You just at one point have to just make a decision, like draw a line in the sand and say, this is it. You know, this is the moment where I'm willing to take the risk, I say in quotation marks as well, because is that the right word? Quotation? I think so. Quotation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, me with my English, sometimes I get so confused. <laughs> and I can say that because English is technically my second language, but German's my first language, but I can't speak German better than I can speak English. So I don't really have an excuse. But anyway, <laughs> that's a different side story. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah those little thingies and then it's like not really even a risk because um you're guided and and you've heard this before I know it but hear it again in a new light like safe is the new risky you know any risk that you take is actually an opportunity for you to learn something or to grow or to step further into alignment like there's no other option there's no And I I firmly believe too that you learn the things that you need to learn. You come across the information um, Mm. um, and you're meant to, like when it's your time. If I had come and seen you, you know, middle of last year, I might not have been ready to hear what you had to tell me. I might not have even taken inspired action. I could have sat on it for another six months, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think this is so, like, um, true to that saying that our souls truly lead us to those who are meant to mentor and teach us and guide us. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know to look for Viola at all. Like, I was just scrolling on Facebook and, you know, Mm -hmm. that was it. And... You know, I'm so freaking grateful for you and you know that, but um, we really truly do come across the lessons, the information and everything that we are meant to know when the time is right. Mm -hmm. Divine timing is at play here. 
Like it's not necessarily, um, you know, oh, you know, I can sit here all I want and say I wish in my first year of my corporate, you know, career I had just snapped myself out of it. Yeah. But if I had done that, would I be where I am now? Exactly. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Like I could have gone and worked in retail instead and hated that as well. You know, like anything could happen truly do come across that information and those lessons and those challenges they're all happening for a reason they're not happening for no reason yeah it, they're happening because they're leading you to where you're meant to be in your mm. highest and brightest life mm. I so agree with you so in the time that we have remaining I would love to chat about the law of attraction a little bit more because like I mentioned at the start this is such like a pivotal aspect of Um, everything that we experience in life and we are utilizing the law of attraction whether we realize it or not so it's actually you know it's important to start to understand it and um, and there's a lot of talk about it and I think on the surface level a lot of us have heard of things like the secret before which is I mean for me it was what introduced me to this world so I'm so grateful for the secret yeah Um, I think as well um I didn't take it as literally, but for me, probably when I first heard of The Secret, I had the advantage of not understanding it fully because sometimes I think when you just like utilize something, then you can, you're like naive to all the other aspects of it. It almost like sometimes just works because you're not overthinking it. Whereas then sometimes the more you start to learn about it, the more you start to overthink it and the more... Um, you actually end up blocking yourself. And I think like, I definitely went through that experience because I remember when I first learned about it, I would just be like, this is it. And I would do it, like apply it. And then next thing you know, I'd be manifesting. And then as I started to either, it was because I was wanting to manifest bigger things or because I was also starting to learn a little bit more about manifestation and such. I was starting to (laughs) doubt myself more. And the next thing you know, like I was like, oh, I'm so confused what to do. And, you know, it just all seemed a little bit uphill. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, especially because there's more talk about that stuff online now, you know, it's out there. And I know you've, you know, you've studied the law of attraction, you use the law of attraction, you take your clients through all the um, aspects of it. So it's like um, something you're well versed on. And I would, I would love for you just to take everyone back to like the basics and help people understand the law of attraction from a whole new level other than just like write down your goal and sit on the couch. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think the main basic thing that I just want to start this off with is that the law of attraction is always working, whether you believe in it or not. Mm. Okay. It is like the law of gravity. Okay, gravity is working without you believing in it or not. If I was to drop a pen right now, it's going to drop to the floor whether you believe in the law of gravity or not. <laughs> our, our thoughts and our energy and the things that we say to ourselves and the things that we say to other people manifests, mm. right? And I think the main thing, the main basic thing that I talk to my clients about with the law of attraction is what you focus on grows. So focus on what you don't worry about what you don't want. Don't focus the emphasis 
on, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want those things. Focus on the outcome that you want. Yeah. Because when you focus on what you want, it grows, it expands. You're putting emphasis on it and it's mm. it's going to keep energetically growing. Mm. Now, when it comes to focusing on the things that you want, it is more than just writing it down in a manifestation journal, putting it away in your drawer and leaving it. Mm-hmm. You have to, there's two things that I feel like, even though I love The Secret wholeheartedly and I too am very grateful for that film Mm -hmm. um, because it just brought a whole new world to society and it's becoming more and more accepted Mm -hmm. the more we're going along. Yeah. The two main things I feel like The Secret kind of, I always laugh at myself when I say this, but it's like the secret that The Secret didn't tell you. (laughs) Is that you have to feel like you are an energetic match for that desire. Mm-hmm. Like you have to feel it with every inch of your being that you already have that thing. It's already yours mm-hmm. and it's already manifesting into your existence. Mm-hmm. The second thing that the secret kind of brushed over is you need to take inspired action. Okay, it it's not just a matter of say, for example, um, you're trying to manifest um, ten new clients in your sole purpose business, right? If writing so and you write those, you know, I'm going to manifest for my highest good ten sole purpose clients in my business, mm-hmm. and then you put it in the drawer and everything like that. And you leave it and you don't show up in your business. You don't energetically show up. You don't make people know that you're there. Mm. How are people going to find you? Mm. Like how is it going to manifest in fruition if you're not energetically matching with that thing that you want? Yeah. So as the example of getting more soul sister clients or soul clients, you know, taking inspired action on that would look like energetically showing up in your business, showing up on social media, on social media, showing up in your live streams, showing up on Facebook, mm-hmm. being like, Hey, I'm here. I'm energetically on your yeah. wavelength. And I also think like on that, if, if I can just add, it's like, um, and cause the reason I wanted to add this is because I know it's something that I missed <laughs> the ball on so badly for a long time in my business is my mindset was always like I want to have lots of clients let's say right so I'm just my rule is whenever a client's free I'll book them in right like it was kind of just like the rule that I always booked on someone else's schedule so if um, I had a client that either like I was coaching or I was mentoring or whatever, I would uh, always ask them, when are you free? And if it was like 11 p.m. my time or 7 a.m. my time or whatever, I'd be like, okay, and I'd write it in. Because in my mind, if I wasn't free all the time, then I would be missing out on clients. And um, so I was available all the time. But then what I was so clearly shown through my intuition is that when you're available all the time, you're technically available none of the time. Um, and you, haven't, yeah. you, you know, you haven't said, this is my energetic space where I'm going to show up for clients. So when I realized that lesson, I decided, okay, fine. You know, I also resist <laughs> schedules. So it was kind of a hard thing for me. But yeah. I decided between this and this time are the times that I see clients. 
And it was kind of like in my head, I was like, mm, like, I guess I might um, like do it another time if really need be. But then I was like, on the other hand, I was like, no, you know what, this is just going to be my time. And then it was almost like a weight lifted off my shoulder for one, because I suddenly didn't need to be available all the time. <laughs> and then when I found suddenly clients started booking in and I, and I would be like, okay, well, here's my calendar in my head thinking they're going to be like, none of those times suit me. But then next thing you know, everyone's just booking in at the times Mm -hmm. that I'm available. And I'm like, wow, you know, so that's just like another little point. That's another way that we show up as like a hundred percent being like, this is the area of my life that I'm creating space for whatever it is that I want to manifest. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that's so important too, because you've got to create that space for one but you've also got to create space for yourself in order to you know have lunch and look after yourself and do all those human-based things because those things also dictate your vibration oh yeah as well like can you imagine seeing 10 clients in a day and not having any lunch and how like you know energetically that would send you like that's not like ideal at all. I know because I've done that. So yeah, definitely not same, ideal. Guilty. <laughs> and then I like end up the whole next day like dying because I, I didn't eat enough. Like I'm like. Oh I know, God. but you get into those like head spaces of like, I'm so inspired. I'm going to keep going. But it's like, no. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because I recently had to set those boundaries in my calendar because I was like, I'm dispersing my energy too much. Mm-hmm. And I think the number one thing with the law of attraction is if you can streamline your energy, mm-hmm. things will magnetize to you so much easier because it's one string, like streamline mm-hmm. of energy. It's not a multiple, you know, multiple streams of energy to pull 50 trillion things you at once. It's just one stream connecting to your desire and bringing mm-hmm. it to you. Yeah, exactly. And it's almost like if you're just like half investing energy into a million, well, let's say something more tangible, 10 things, then yeah. then it's like you're going to get half results in those 10 things. Whereas if exactly. you're like, yeah, and you can still do 10 things. Don't get me wrong. I actually, you know, I'm of the mindset. A lot of times people say I bit off more than I can chew or I have way too many things on my plate. I'm of the mindset pretty much that that's not a bad thing because I feel like busy people get more done. Like, you know, not that I like the term busy, but it's a great quote because when we um, have clarity in the things that we want to do and we're willing to like invest it all in terms of our energy and our commitment, if you're doing it right, you're not spreading yourself thin across all those things, but you're, you're committed to those things. It's almost like this momentum that grows and it's the snowball effect of where you're committing your energy into. But then on the other hand, it's like, you can't just be like, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, because that's when that energy starts to disperse and no one really knows what you're up to and you get half results and everything. It's almost like you have to be like, here's my commitments and here's when and how I'm energetically showing up for every single one of those things. And while you're working on it, it's 100% of your time. Exactly. And you know what? A special soul purpose, your um, energy is being spread thin across over too many things mm-hmm. and not being streamlined into, you know, their allocated slots. And I totally agree. Like I have about four tabs open on my computer now for different projects I'm working on, but they all have allocated spots and they all have where I will work on those. So um, 
with like taking inspired action, I can't stress enough how crucial this step is Mm -hmm. Um, because the universe falls in love with a proactive heart and it also falls in love with a stubborn heart. Mm -hmm. And when you take inspired action towards your goals and your dreams and what you're trying to manifest, you are telling the universe that you are freaking goddamn serious about this and you want it. Because when when you don't take inspired action, the universe is just going to sit there like, okay, girl, when you're ready to come up to my level, then we'll talk about it. But you've kind of got to like get off your butt and do something about it. Mm -hmm. Now, in saying this, there's, you know, there's certain goals that you might set for yourself. So say, for example, if you wanted to buy an Audi A6, right? Mm -hmm. You, like people always say to me, how can I like, um, you know, align with that and take inspired action with things like vehicles and houses and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And my answer is always go take that car for a test drive, see how it feels. Mm -hmm. If you can look at really nice houses in your area, see if there's an open inspection, see what it feels like Mm -hmm. to be in that atmosphere Mm -hmm. because that's how you energetically align. It's not just vision boards and affirmations and everything like that. You've actually got to take steps and put one foot in front of the other towards your dreams and goals. It's not just going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Yeah. I love it. So good. So are there (laughs) any, is there like any last thing that you would add if someone is like really um, currently working with the law of attraction and wanting to, I guess, be as aligned as possible in that? Is there any one more tip that you want to add? (laughs) I would say the biggest thing I think you should take away from it is that everything is energy Mm -hmm. and you have to vibrationally and energetically match with your purpose, with your goals, with absolutely everything. That is how Mm. you get what you want. Mm. However, there is another aspect to this that I've actually recently learned recently. And that is that you have to, as ground zero, as a foundation, you have to look at yourself through the lens of love and see that you are worthy because you are, Mm -hmm. you are worthy of your dreams and your desires and your goals. Mm -hmm. And when you have that perception of yourself, you are telling the universe, I am worthy of the things that I desire. Mm -hmm. I am worthy of the things that I put down in my manifest my manifestation list and I take inspired action on. I'm worthy of my sole purpose business. I'm worthy of those clients. Mm -hmm. And that's how you energetically match with it. That's ground zero for creating Mm -hmm. success for yourself. Yeah. Um, And an interesting fact that I learned recently is that when you do not love yourself, your automatic default mindset is I am not worthy and I am not good enough. Mm. What do you think that tells the universe? Yeah. Mm. Lack, not worthy. Okay, girl. Like when you're ready, rise up to my level and then we'll talk. So really like self-love is an incredible foundation for creating success. It really is. And it's it's the foundation for everything. It's not just with manifesting and everything like that. It's 
your whole being and your whole existence in this lifetime, everything depends on it. It all starts and ends with you. Mm, I love that. That's so good. (laughs) And that's, you know, and it's such a massive theme that even though it might not be like the label and a lot of the stuff that we do, it's really about that because, you know, my You Glow Girl nutrition, holistic nutrition alignment program that I teach, like the first week, Um, it's called biochem, you know, in anatomy, but it's really about loving yourself at a whole new level. And, um, and it's like starting to love different aspects of ourselves. And um, yeah, that flows into everything. You're so right. Because I think at the end of the day, love is our default. It's the state that we want to be living in. And ask to start with loving yourself. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. This has been so amazing, Jessica. I I would love for you to share with the audience where they can connect with you more um, if they're wanting to just get into your vibe or your teachings or work with you or whatever it might be. Where can they find you? No worries. So you can find me at www.jessicaellenonline.com and all my socials are linked through there. Perfect. So easy. (laughs) so simple yeah awesome okay well this has been so incredible thank you so much for being a a guest on the show no worries thank you so much for helping me yeah no worries and sending a big shout out to everyone who's listening to the podcast have an abundant rest of the week and for those of you that aren't aware currently I am running a manifesting training and coaching session between May 1st and May 8th in my Abundant Babes, a home for a visionary Facebook group. So if you haven't already joined into that, search it up on Facebook and join me. It's never too late to join um, for that because, I mean, it covers a lot of what we've been talking about today and really getting into your personal goals. So that would be awesome to have you if you haven't already joined. Um, And with that, thank you so much and have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye.